1: P. Mitch Finley, 106.7 The Fan. You're looking for action. The players going on down in Jacksonville, Ponte Great golf tournament. But you know what? Yesterday, B. Yesterday, I got my first real taste of March. If anybody knows me, you know that I say in D.C., winter's not over until after St. Patrick's Day. So we're getting this weird March winter, even though February felt like April. Yeah. So it's cold. And we're leaving the office yesterday, and I'm standing there with Anthony Haney, proud Syracuse alum. Cuse is playing Wake Forest mm-hmm. in the ACC tournament. Uh, as a kid, I used to go to games at Wake. And I was just happy to antagonize Anthony. Wake Forest hits a three with .2 seconds left, and I was screaming, loving life. They hit a ridiculous turnaround jumper to tie it up earlier in overtime. And it felt like March buzzer beaters. Mm -hmm. college hoops on TV, messing with your buddy. Got me in the mood. Got me in the zone. And now we're going to preview the Terps Big Ten tournament game tonight and maybe a Big Ten tournament run. Nobody covers Maryland basketball, Maryland sports better than my guy Jeff Ehrman. Jeff joins us now via the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. Check them out BetQL.com. Jeff, what up, man? How are you, buddy?
2: What's up, JP? I'm good. How are you?
1: Uh, I'm good, dude. Did you watch that Wake-Syracuse game yesterday? It was awesome.
2: Yeah, I saw the end. That was pretty wild. I was thinking, you know. That was the real end because I'm I'm done. Literally the end. I mean, I was thinking, you know, like, no matter how salty bayheim has been over the years, people don't like him, whatever, that's sad. Imagine going out, you know, he knew. No one else knew, but he knew when that shot went down. So imagine that's your last game after 79 years of coaching or whatever it is to lose on a buzzer (laughs) field like 79 that's got to be pretty pretty painful
1: speaking of painful i bet on wisconsin last night and they were losing by 30 at halftime so that didn't go very well
2: (laughs) yeah that one was a little surprising ohio state's gotten better the past couple weeks or so they've had several wins obviously as maryland fans know because maryland went out there and lost so uh, not your typical Wisconsin team. Seems like every year they're like a top four ish team in the Big Ten, and right. just didn't happen this year. So let's talk about
1: the Terps here because their last, they're they're kind of limping into the tournament here. Um, they lost to Ohio State and then they lost to Penn State. I was playing golf. Was it Sunday? Right. I'm playing golf, so we're not watching. we my buddy would check his phone like every half hour, and it was like, all right, Terps are up ten at halftime. This thing looks easy. <laughs> And then we check at the end, and they lost by a, a a single point at the buzzer at Penn State. What the hell? This team can't win on the road. They're not playing the Big Ten tournament in College Park. Where are we at? What's going to happen tonight?
2: Well, I think the good news is they've been pretty good on neutral site games. You know, they they pounded Miami early in the season, you know, just dominated that game. We're up by, I think, almost 31 point. Miami's a top five seed in the NCAA tournament. They hammered St. Louis, which is a pretty good team, in that same event. And then Tennessee, as poorly as they played in the first half in that game in Brooklyn, went down by 20-plus points, came back, and had a chance to win. So they've actually been really solid in the neutral psych games. You know, what it is, what the different actual, like, mental or physical or uh, psychological difference is between those two, you wouldn't think it would be that big of a difference. Obviously, you have a – you know, more uh, antagonistic crowd going against you in the true road game. So, I think if you're Maryland that's or a Maryland fan, that's what you're hoping for is that the, the neutral site thing carries over.
1: All right. So, neutral site, they've been okay, bad on the road, good at home. Uh, tonight, they play Minnesota. Do I remember correctly? They beat that tar out of Minnesota like a month, six weeks ago. Didn't they beat them by like 35? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I assume that was at home, but I think they also beat them up in Minnesota. What, what yeah. about tonight's matchup specifically?
2: Yeah, actually the bloodier one was on the road. They beat them by 35. That was Damn. Maryland's. I think it tied their largest margin of victory in any big 10 game and broke the, their record for a road margin of victory in a big 10. And then they beat them at home pretty easily. Both games, they were up by exact, exactly 20 points at halftime. They, Match up really well, you know. I mean, I thought Nebraska would advance. That to me was a really surprising upset. Nebraska had been playing really well toward the end of the season. Uh, Minnesota plays four freshmen for 20 minutes at least per, per guy per game. Dawson Garcia, uh, who's not a freshman, is a seven foot, a really good player, one of the best big men in the, in the Big Ten. But realistically maryland matches up so well with um minnesota playing on its second second day in a row as a team that won two games all year in the big 10 i think that this is one you know that there's a reason why it's a 13 point spread maryland should be fine damn they're 13, 13 and a half <laughs> i'm looking at yeah. one of these
1: things but you know what, what what could be the expectations though i mean do you think they can make this run or when they get into the ncaa make some runs there
2: I mean, I don't see why not be Mitch. They, especially in the big 10 tournament, it lines up pretty well. They, you know, should win tonight. And then you play Indiana a team that you beat by double digits during the regular season. Obviously that was a home game and Indiana can be really good at times. So that was the one you know, game I
1: went to this year. I, I, yeah. that may have been a factor too.
2: Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> it. That's what I wrote actually. That, um, <laughs> but you know, they, that game probably is a pick 'em, you know, or maybe Indiana's favored by a couple points just because of the public uh, perception. But, you know, I think that anyone's capable, n- not anyone, but any of these top five or six teams in the Big Ten are capable because there's really no one that's that scary. Purdue is the semi heavy favorite to win it, but they've been very flawed. They've been a borderline 500 team for the past several weeks. So, I don't remember. Since Maryland's joined the Big Ten, I don't remember any year where it was anywhere close to this wide open. And then, as you know, in the NCAA, a lot of it, like they say, you know, styles make fights. So it's going to depend a lot on the matchups. You know, you don't want to see a team necessarily that has like uh, a dominant interior presence, something like that. But But yeah, I mean, this is a veteran team. That's something you want. It's a team with a star guard. That's something that we, everyone always talks about in March Madness, how important it is to have that dynamic lead guard. So, you know, I think that they're capable of it. Are they also capable of going one and done? You know, probably.
1: All right. Mm -hmm. Um, Talking with our friend, Jeff Ehrman from inside Maryland sports. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Jeff underscore Ehrman, E-R-M-A-N-N. Nobody has more Terps news than Jeff. Uh, as a D.C. sports fan, I'd like to run through disaster scenarios. Um, <laughs> I, they shouldn't lose tonight. Minnesota's terrible. They're in the tournament no matter what, right? Yeah, yeah, I think okay. that they're in no matter what. All right, so that's our disaster scenario. They're in regardless. Let's ne- see. Well, next week's what matters. So <laughs> let's let's talk about seeding for next week. Because I'll be real, the ACC tournament mattered to me. The Big Ten doesn't. Um, we were outcast in the ACC. I feel like we're outcast in the Big Ten. Maybe we're just outcasts. It's probably how I am. How I am. Um, next week, where are we going? What are we talking about? How much could they help themselves? How much could they hurt themselves? Let's let's go big picture on this thing.
2: Yeah, I think we always have a tendency to overestimate how much the conference tournaments affect seating. You know, every year we're sitting there on selection Sunday saying, Oh, this team did this in the conference tournament. Why didn't they go up or they lost in the first round? Why didn't they go down? So it matters, but I don't think it matters as much unless, you know, you go to the finals or win it all, you know, so obviously if they get to the finals, that'll help. If they want it all be Purdue, then, then you're going to jump up. But generally speaking right now, it seems like the consensus has them as a number eight or nine seed. That's you know, just that's such the game, a obviously, punch. yeah, you want to avoid because then all the projections have them playing, you know, Houston or Kansas or someone like that, you know, one of the number one seeds in the second round. So, you know, if you can win, if you could at least um, get past the semis, get to the finals, then I think that gives you a chance to get off that get off 8-9, get to the 7 where you'd be much more yeah. comfortable with your second round uh, opponent. But, you know, realistically, if they were going to climb to a 5 or 6 or – or be locked into a seven they needed to do it last week. Those two road losses really hurt.
1: Yeah, I mean, not to mention if they had won one of those games from last week, would they have had the double bye and not have to play tonight?
2: Yeah, they absolutely would have, and not only the double <laughs> bye, they would have been the number two seed. <laughs> they would have been the party. two seed
1: if they, they won would one of those games last season, week. Yeah, wow.
2: Yeah, so they entered the final that final game at Penn State, uh, needing to win and needing oh my god. And uh, needing Nebraska to win at Iowa to be the number two because Iowa held the tiebreaker. One game make a lot of seemed, difference, don't it? Yeah, which seemed like a big, long shot. Of course, you know, they they lose at the last second. Nebraska does pull off the upset at Iowa, so they would have been the two seed if they could have just held on for a half a second in that last game. Oh, my God. I wasn't aware
1: of that. It's probably better <laughs> yeah. I wasn't
2: aware of that, frankly.
1: <laughs> um, all right, so I think they're going to split. I think they win tonight. I think they lose to Indiana tomorrow. Should that happen, we're talking eight or nine, and then facing Houston or Kansas? That's what it seems like. So I mean, where are they going to ship them off to? Like Birmingham? Or is, there a, uh, is there a site I in have Texas? Seen, yeah,
2: I have seen Birmingham. I think I saw Des Moines. Obviously, if you're a Maryland fan, you're hoping for Greensboro. You know, or maybe Columbus. Nobody you know, on the
1: planet wants to go to Des Moines. Even the
2: people that yeah, live in no, Des Moines, <laughs> they want out.
1: Nobody wants to go to Des Moines. My That's brother's a long here. way. In. Really? Yeah. How'd, you, how'd your brother land in Des Moines? John Deere. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> that is a lot of flat land and gray skies. Gray sky. Ah, snow. As soon as he got a chance, there. he moved back home. I want to see the whole yeah.
1: world. If I never make it to Iowa, I'll die okay
2: um yeah yeah i've been there a few times when i covered the big 12 and it was um yeah what you'd expect basically but uh yeah i mean columbus wouldn't be bad i think that's not too you know it's not close to home but it's it's doable greensboro and then uh, new york but there's not a lot of like super close great you know perfectly convenient destinations so you know it's impossible to say where they'll go i think you know you just have to hope that it's it's uh, somewhere where they're not in that eight nine game, and preferably, you know, not facing a number one seed in the second round. Oh man, I mean, you're you know what though, dude?
1: And tell me if I'm wrong. As a, I mean, it, Terps hoops has been a huge part of my life forever, Gary. I've talked about effusively. Um, just getting in the tournament's a big deal. Terje quit on these guys last year, and, and it's Willard's first yeah. year. It's largely a collection of like transfers and stuff. Uh, just getting in is a big deal, right?
2: Yeah, it's definitely a big deal. Look at the—I mean, when you looked at the preseason, everything had them as number ten or below in the Big Ten, anywhere between ten through twelve preseason. You know, because I write write about all this stuff constantly, so I read. Think I read every preseason bracketology. Nobody had them as a tournament team heading into the season. So to be able to do that. In your first year, you know, he didn't. It's not like the Louisville situation where you inherited a team that just didn't have any talent. But, you know, there was some talent there, but it wasn't, there wasn't a star. He brought in the star player, Jameer Young, that put them over the top. And he quickly instilled his culture, which is obviously toughness and defensive minded basketball. And they're a pretty relentless team. So I think, you know, you have to give him credit for what he's done. He's clearly exceeded expectations. And like every fan, college basketball fan knows, Going into March when your team's not in the mix is a very deflating feeling. So the fans Sucks. can enjoy that. Uh,
1: yeah, we are a pro coach Willard show. We're all in on coaching. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, quickly on these, um, I know UVA's in. Anybody else from the DMV getting in? Like AU going to win their tournament, their conference, or anything?
2: I would be. You're going to have to get Naki on the end to answer that one. Okay. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's get Naki tomorrow. Um, yeah. And then. Yeah. Dude, this is not your wheelhouse, but who's going to get the Georgetown job?
2: You know, that's an interesting question. You hear a lot of names thrown around Ed Cooley. People seem to think they would have a chance with Ed Cooley from Providence. I don't. I wouldn't know leave Providence. Why. For Georgetown. Yeah, I don't know why. That's his home. His home school. Plus, they play in he the Dunkin' Coo- Donuts Center. Yeah, he's got a great arena. He's. he's you know, he's set for life there. He makes good money. but Mike Jones, the dude. Am I
1: crazy? Mike Jones from Virginia <laughs> no, Tech. No, Mike
2: Jones' name has been mentioned. You know, it would be a good – I trying to him go for the with Maryland that, job. If you're trying to go for, you know, a guy, a starter guy, who's going to, you know, have a ton of upside, maybe not – definitely not cost as much as some of these big names and who you might be able to keep around for a long time. Nobody else, you know, that has those kind of local ties that he has on the flip side – it's always a big risk-taking guy who's never been a head coach for a fairly major yeah, job. Yeah, they suck
1: for so long. Who cares?
2: It's true. This is true. And, and but the, yeah. And then you know he you you do hear that he could go back to ODU. That 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 might be his first head coaching job. That's where he played in college. So where's
1: Jeff going then?
2: That's been talked uh, talked about a lot. I, there's just been talk about that job opening up or when it opens up that he'll, that he'd be the guy. So you could be waiting for that. Interesting. Um, uh, Jeff, we, we got to run. Name?
1: Okay. Let's do it again next week when we know where they're going, okay?
2: Sounds great. Thanks, fellas. That's All our nice. guy, Jeff
1: Erman. Give him a follow at Jeff underscore Ehrman. Don't go anywhere. We're talking NFL free agent.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?